What's up? Oh, that's usually my my gig. Oh. Uh, the the bounce bounce after <laughs> the. the uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, let's start out. Go. Bounce bounce. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, what's going on, everyone? Uh, welcome to episode 73 of Michigan Brews. Uh, kind of a, a uh, I, don't, I don't know what you call these episodes. We, we call them our chill episodes or our, our, our throwaway episodes or whatever. Just our, uh, I don't know. I like these episodes where we, we don't have to, don't have to impress anyone. Not that we're impressive to begin with, but... I want to call it a, a recovery after a long week, <laughs> a lot of beer uh, episode. By by recovering with more beer. <laughs> by recovering, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever that may be. Uh, uh, so, yeah, tonight we are uh, we all exchanged beers. Uh, I beer ferried some stuff around to uh, Jordan, Jason, and I earlier. I guess I, I, did, I did ferry stuff back to myself. Um, and we're all going to be very critical of each other's homebrew tonight. Yeah, not really, but no, I'm, I'm I got a th- thesaurus up to tell me or ah. give me other words to use. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jordan is running a little bit behind tonight. He will be on. Uh, I dropped beer off at his house. I know he's alive, so uh, he just said he's running a little bit behind tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit and dictate which beer we start off with because. Uh, I was doing all the beer running today. I decided I didn't want to bottle a lot of my own stuff. <laughs> so my, my very first pour is right off my keyser and it is my, it's my, it's my blonde ale. Did you open one already? No, no. I, I did the same thing though. I went down and poured off of my keyser. Uh, <laughs> so we can do that. We'll do that one next. No, it's fine. It's fine. I think Jordan, so, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was, so what are you drinking, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it just so happens I have a uh, blonde ale brewed with Mackinac hops. Uh, for once, you can actually kind of see how clear it is in the in the webcam. But um, yeah, my, the lighting behind me is really shit. But yeah, nice head. I also I have a dump glass for you know any any of my beer that I think is too bad or something. So that's yep. because. So a few minutes ago, as we're going through the beers that Brian dropped out. <laughs> It was like a, a massive um, Russian Imperial Stout that we're going to be going over. Uh, some random ass sour that you hope doesn't explode in our faces. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple of Jordan stuff. So, yeah, I wouldn't say I have a dumb bucket, but. <laughs> the the sour I'm excited about. I think that it was the very first sour that came out of a 15-gallon journeyman barrel uh, that we and by we, I mean Jordan, myself, and Drew Doster put a Russian Imperial Stout through, a barley wine through, and then maybe another maybe another stout before we decided to sour it. Um, I think we've talked about that barrel a few times. There's still sour beer in it right now. We have to clean that barrel out. That's the barrel, actually, that we're donating to uh, MHF. Which we were supposed be... to donate seven months ago. Yeah, well, we'll, fi- we'll, we'll figure it out this year, maybe. Maybe we can bring it out there, uh, wetted somehow, so it doesn't, you know, get dry or something. I don't know. Well, well. But no, I'm excited. That's out of your, your genuine barrel. I, I also have one of those 15-gallon barrels. And I did some amazing uh, Russian Imperial Stout out of that, uh, but I haven't soured it yet. Mine's been sitting with water in it for a year and a half gotcha Mr. jordan Brady, welcome hi sorry i'm late 
No worries, okay. man. No. Bedtime with the kiddo, and he was uh, don't worry about it. running all around. So, all right. I feel it tonight. <clears throat> so, Brian dictated that we started off with his Mackinac Brown. Blonde. Brown. Blonde. Blonde. I guess that is a B word. It Was that, that your thesaurus? Yeah. No. Okay. No, my thesaurus is set to other words that rhyme with um, distasteful. <laughs> or that associate with horrible. Uh, no. So what is what is this? He said it's a what? So it's a Catch me up. American blonde ale brewed with Mackinac hops. Just Mackinac. So oh, okay. Let me let me pull up Mackinac hops. Uh, at these from uh, the from the Michigan Hop Alliance, I believe it was a. Uh, 10 bucks a pound when i got them and That's i think i ordered like a, a cool hat with them too i'll go find the hat but uh profile is tropical citrus melon uh fruit punch you know robust citrus it's a chinook cross i guess so um, okay i think i only used two ounces of uh mackinac in this throughout the entire brew um clear one ounce of that was like Whirlpool, I think. It's only like 22 theoretical IBUs, so. Oh, that's not bad. Not Cheers. Bad. I, uh, we don't, we don't have to drink all 12 ounces of each of these beers. Depends on, on how you guys are feeling tonight, I guess. Yeah. That, uh, that's, that, that stout is 10%, so. <clears throat> that is tasty. So I, I get, I get the tropical, um, fruit flavors i almost want to say which this is normally a bad word for me but is it like guava-y almost i don't honestly know what a guava tastes like yeah no brett or not brian that one's brian or that one's jason <laughs> this one's brian sorry brain uh no i get i get what you're uh getting at there there we go now <laughs> now ah, now i'm gonna be confused next time i do that again all right uh but no i get i kind of get that hint of guava that you were talking about in it but normally, I, so I don't like the fruit itself, and I don't like guava beers. And I know Pog is a big thing right now, or it was last year anyway. Um, what the hell but is this Pog? Is Pog, passion fruit orange guava. Is that the outside oh, okay. beer? It's. I mean, honestly, it's it's a hundred beers. Oh, I, I it's a, like, it's like a thing. Yeah, yeah, I feel like people were doing Pog beers left and right. Um, oh, okay. Definitely I feel Pog like it's... seltzers and and stuff. If somebody hasn't made a, a pog flavored beer and call it Slammer yet, uh, <laughs> oh, hold on, pogs. <laughs> I used to have a uh, a Slammer, uh, and this was during the OJ trials, and uh, it had like a cartoon uh, like depiction of OJ on it, and it said OJ's in the Slammer, and it was a Slammer. Oh, and, and I don't know what happened to it. I don't own it anymore. I feel like it would be worth so much money. Uh, I should probably check eBay one of these days, but I still have all my poison pogs. I still, I got, I got some of them. I got some of them. So <laughs> there is, uh, there is definitely beer out there made po uh, called Pog Slam, Pog Slammer. <laughs> uh, actually, it perfect. sounds like there are thirty nine different beers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, my idea is not original. I get it. All nothing, right, nothing, nothing is original anymore. No. Yeah. Uh, this one's cute. Slam down a pog sour, uh, by idiom brewing. Uh, but yeah, there, there, I, I feel like there were a lot of pog beers, uh, and I, and personally, I don't like passion fruit and I don't like guava. So I always, 
avoided them. But no, I get I get a little hint of guava. I don't know, tropical is it's not a, it's not bad in this. Um, the malt it's is supposed good. to be mostly malty. Yeah, it's yeah. I wasn't trying for the hops, you know, to be too upfront or anything. I would say that's the the only thing. Like this is a fantastic beer by by all means. The, the only thing that I I guess would critique on it is that maybe that like passion fruit flavor that I'm getting isn't quite mixing so well with the okay. uh, caramely flavor um, from so, from the malt. Like uh, maybe cut down on the whirlpool next time or something. <clears throat> potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, fan- fantastic beer though. Like I'm searching to find something to critique on it. But if, if you guys want some Mackinac too, like, you know, I, by all means hit me up and I can bring some to the next like homebrew club meeting or something. Cause I have a pound of it and I don't know what to do with it right now. It was just so cheap. I was like, why not? I think I've got like six ounces of it myself right now. Oh, you got those canned Michigan hops a while back, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was looking for them. I I have, so I have the bergamot can on my shelf. So I know the Mackinac is still down in the, in the keyser. Mackinac. I should, I picked up a shit ton of hops from that last Bell's sale. I don't want, I got to look at what I have. Maybe that Mackinac would be a good mix with whatever I picked up. But for, for the blind green base brian what i mean was is it just pale uh no so and i I was thinking about that too um so you know with like blonde ales or cream ales like there's not a whole lot to them right so you sort of want to make what what is there stand out a little bit um so i didn't just go one base malt i actually went just about half and half with uh two row and golden promise um, and then uh, I added a, a pound of torrified wheat for head retention, and which I think did pretty well. Like if you look at the sides of the glass, I don't know if yours is doing it, but like mine, it just leaves like yep. foam shit, you know, all the way down. Yep. Oh, it's, um, lacing is incredible. The retention on this, and it had a nice thick, um, you know, very aromatic head. I, I think I'm going to start going the torrified wheat route instead of like carapils or carafoam, like I have been. I. Uh, when I first started brewing, I went torrified wheat, and then you know people were coming up with crazy new malts and um, new you know things for head retention and stuff like that. And honestly, like going back to this really simple beer and just using that wheat, like I think it did a really good job. So I'm gonna keep playing around with that more. Um, and then victory malt, just a little half pound of victory malt to add a little. Ah, that's the and, and that, that, that's your caramely, yeah, probably yep. or something like that. I would little, say that little toasted flavor or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree with Jordan either. Maybe lower the the whirlpool hops or maybe cut down on that victory because it does have like a fruit malt kind of fighting for each other, a little malt sweetness. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, it kind of blends from that like that fruity guavaness into that malty, you know, beer flavor. Malty um, maltiness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, I feel like you'd have you you kind of want to, you know, either punch it, you know, like reduce the fruitiness or remove the fruitiness and you know maybe boost that malt up a little bit. Um, that'd be what I'd do if you gave me this recipe. I'd honestly, I'd probably cut down on the um, on the victory because uh, I I like the fruity beers, okay. especially with the season that we're coming into. Yeah. Like I feel like a less less of the malty flavor, a little bit more of that fruity. I, do. I, think fruits, I agree. I think the fruit's real nice and probably a little less small. Um, you should post a, the recipe. In fact, I, 
I'm only going to talk about one beer, but I'm happy to throw my recipe out there when we're do when we're done. But we should post recipes that we talk about. Right? I like that. Willing to That's a that. great idea. Yeah. Let me uh, let me make a note because every time we say that we're going to do something. Uh, I feel like I've been really bad at actually doing it. If I were to go back and listen to all of our episodes, I, I could probably find like 10 things that we're, we've we've said that we were going to post about and never did. So uh, if, if you as we go, but yeah, if, if you're listening to this episode and you have listened to back episodes or you're catching up like on the podcast or something like that, and you found that uh, you wanted to find something that I said I would post about and never did, please call me out. We'll, we'll go find it. What about the swag from Thanksgiving? Has it's coming. It's coming. I've, we have I've the got, hats. I've got the hats sitting right over here. <laughs> I, we have all the we have all the hoodies. We have all the shirts. We're getting them printed. Uh, so they're they're still coming. I have everybody's address. Uh, Time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. yeah Ashley. Yeah. Ashley. We have Tim's hat. I promise. So, yeah. <laughs> Tim. Tim's all about his hat. He texts me like once a week. That's 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 funny. Hats. <laughs> that's a mighty sexy fucking hat you're wearing there, uh, Brian. It's uh, it's from the Lost Abbey uh, down in California. What's what's the? Yeah, it's on, it's on that side. Yep. Yeah. I don't know what it means. No uh, idea. Yeah, I think I I went and looked, and you know they have it on a lot of their their merch and like some of their beer or something. So I, if somebody knows right off the hand, uh, put it in chat. Otherwise, I'll. I'll find that and hey, maybe I'll put that out there too, you know, with our recipes since we keep promising people things tonight. Um, but yeah, I think I think throwing the recipe out there is a, a good idea. I don't have yeah. the yeast in my recipe here, but I think it I was just going to ask about that. It's it's very clean. It was like, a it was USO five. I was that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, it, I don't use dry yeast a ton, but sometimes I just get like the the itch to brew. And, uh, and you know, if, if I don't have two or three days to do a yeast starter, I, I keep a few packs of USL5 and a few packs of Verdant and a few packs of uh, 3470 in the fridge for, you know, brewing emergencies. You don't just trust the smack pack and go with it? <laughs> no, I do not. Brewers, brewers problems. The term brewing emergency. I, I am. I know, right? Yeah. I, everybody's had one, right? Everybody's like, been like, I got a brew. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has yep. those, right? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I think the most important thing about it, Brian, is I don't taste any green peppers. So good job. That's a plus. Yeah. Um, uh, now I, that you I, mention it. No, do you I'm really? No, no, God, no. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a crushable blonde ale. It's quite delicious. Um, for for those that don't get the reference, for I think there were two, potentially three beers that I brewed back maybe in the winter. Um, yeah, well, starting with starting with was it the fall maybe too? Starting with the Czech pills, and uh, you know there was no coffee in any of these beers but this Czech pills had a very distinct green pepper flavor in it that I couldn't really pick out that much, but probably like 90% of the people I gave the beer to could. Um, I even sent it to Dr. Homebrew and I don't remember what episode it was, but um, if you search through their episodes for Czech pills, you can find me on there talking about the beer. Um, only one of the Brian's tasted green pepper and the other couldn't. Um, so it was, it was interesting. And um, I think it was Brian, Cooper, gosh, I can't remember. Uh, one of the Brian's 
which is, you know, an amazing name for homebrewers, by the way. Um, went and, and actually did some research after the fact and think it had something to do with uh, the yeast. Um, just some 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 weird way, maybe I, I stepped up the yeast and it was some some sort of off flavor caused by um, fermentation. So I don't think we ever really What's nailed that? it down. It was a specific yeast because it hit other people were doing it at the time, and I had even used that yeast somewhere. What was it? I'm trying to. It was uh, it was Imperial's Czech yeast. I can't remember what they call it. Um, Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. Urkel. It was Urkel. It and was. some other people at, at the same time had used Urkel that had done Art. weird stuff. Yep. Art, yeah. Art had, and I tasted something weird in his beer too. But I was, I had even brewed with Urkel. In fact, the beer that we're going to drink tonight was my beer brewed with Urkel. And it stalled for like three weeks with no activity. Like it was doing weird, weird stuff. I don't think I get green peppers out of, out of it, but Urkel was doing some odd shit. I'm looking yeah. for your Dr. Homer one right now. So the, uh, I, I went to find, it was Brian Cooper and I went back to find, uh, um, the the off flavor that he, he thinks it was, and uh, the off flavor is called two isobutyl three methoxypyrazine. So uh, say that one five times fast. But the uh, and it's you can get it in off flavor kits. Um, but it says uh, it's a has a very low flavor sh- threshold and imparts uh, unpleasant earthy uh, and green pepper notes. So. Yeah, kind of interesting. Hmm. No idea how that would end up in my beer, but I, I haven't used that that yeast since. Um, I then went to... Uh, that was actually a Czech pale lager, right? Yes. So that was yep. this, the December uh, 2nd episode, episode 202 okay. of Dr. Homebrew, which I'm going to link in just a second. Yeah, because Czech Pilsners aren't really a thing, or they're, or the only thing that can actually be called a Czech Pilsner is like Pilsner Urkel or something like that, or maybe maybe Budvar. But... There you um, go. Hey, thanks. Yeah, check it out. Listen to me talk about my crappy beer. <laughs> what are you talking about, Brian? We do that all the time. I uh, so that same <laughs> recipe, I, I that same recipe I had brewed one time prior though and it took gold at the michigan state fair last year so uh infection or something um and then you know uh, another beer i brewed after it uh somebody mentioned that they they thought they tasted a slight green pepper thing so i boiled the shit out of like anything metal that i used in my brewery like i cleaned all my fermenters i disassembled my uh boil kettle i cleaned everything and and everything's been fine since so i Still don't know if it was the yeast or like some weird infection thing. Um, it wasn't my brew lines because I've ran a lot of beer through those lines since then and, and nothing's come up. So we'll see. But yeah, we'll get this recipe out there. Right on. Yeah. Well, I finished it. I'm moving on to a Czech dark lager. I was just going to suggest. Right. We don't need to blow our palates out yet. No. Uh, Jordan, and, and I'm going to see... Uh, how this turns out um when i went to drop off uh your beer at jason's house the uh, hydromel that you gave me one bottle absolutely beautiful crystal clear bubbly sparkly Uh 
the other bottle looked like New England IPA, like through the bottle. Oh, so, no. so, so I'm trying. So I gave Jordan the good bottle. I'm trying to let mine all settle out. Um, yeah, so I'm going to very gently. It looks pull beautiful. It to me, oh no, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must have been drinking on that thing too much. I thought I had a lot left. I need, I need Brian's setup in a bunch of Play-Doh scales. Play-Doh cake. So. Yeah uh matt ushman who we had on a couple weeks ago got a couple months ago this time um he has a video out on youtube on how to um wire together a scale um for like interesting I don't know, 20 30 bucks or something like that and i think oh, he has I it set up to use taplist io with uh with uh not home kit what's what's the other thing i'm thinking of that runs on raspberry pi's home assistant oh okay um so uh, that might be something to look into too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah, I'll have to watch. I'm sure he's got that posted on his YouTube channel. I'll have to go check it out because it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, there it is. Jason was just listening to it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So our friend Matt Ishman over to Trouble Brewing. It was posted March 22nd. Shout out to Matt. Uh, there's a link in our channel. Uh, it's basically how to update your keg levels in Taplist IO using data from a home assistant. Um, using API uh, and get data from patch. I'm sorry, and patch keg data. It's okay. it's a, it's a little bit of a I think a, I don't know I don't know uh, he it's 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 not uh, it's not not advanced, but I think that he makes it pretty easy to follow. It does require a little bit of soldering. I think that he said that was his first time soldering. He still uh, managed to accomplish it. So. Well, I mean, um, shit. It's a cool video. Know, if the cost is right, you know, I can always learn a new skill. That's fine. That's the yeah. honestly the only reason I haven't picked up the Play-Doh scales is at like 150 bucks a pop. That's a little steep. 120, 120, 120, whatever. Still. I think I think get it for 100 if you buy them in a three pack, maybe. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say Brian got me with that. Like I got all excited because I swear to God, the way he described it was, you get three for 120 or for the oh. or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to buy them. And then I went and I, I log in and it's, no, they're like 120 a piece. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was, yeah. If it was, you know, if they were, uh, shit, if they were 50, 60 bucks a piece, I'd probably at least have two, you know, by now. But, but no, I mean, when the cost of a keg and whatever, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not, not spending all that money right now. Although, Last few times I've had, uh, you know, shit and kegs. Uh, I've went through it a lot faster than I really wanted. I had a, oh, like a twelve and a half percent mead sitting in a keg, uh, and I, I probably pulled on that for a little while. I was just drinking it in little tiny three ounce like pour things, and I still ended up going through it. I will say, I, I so for a while I've been out of gas in my keg and my my. My keyser had what I, I thought was a gas leak, um, and I dumped a couple tanks of gas, and I just haven't haven't fucked with it. You know, it pissed me off, and I feel like I've dicked with it a couple of times, so I ignored it. Well, then uh, a couple weeks ago, we had some guests over, so I went through, and I'm like, and plus I had to bottle off for some competitions which are coming up, so I got it all set up, got it back, realized that some pinlock kegs I had were. Um, just leaking like sibs and uh, oh, to the no. point that I actually, I have, I have gone through and every pinlock keg I, I can find that doesn't have beer in it. I'm like chucking it in a pile. I, I'm done with them. I'm totally yeah. never using a pinlock keg again. 
Um, so anyway, and, and uh, my Perry that I was getting ready to bottle for Glint Cap uh, was in a Penlock keg that was leaking. And I actually, I got so pissed off that I did a closed transfer. Of, I had a clean ball lock and I, I did a closed transfer to the Perry to get away from using a Penlock keg. Um, but long story made way too long. My Keezer is back operational. The gas leak is gone Ooh. because all the pin locks are gone. And uh, I have kicked a couple of kegs. Um, <laughs> so, I didn't know you were using pin locks. I had a mix. Dude, I have I have probably 30 or maybe even 40 kegs altogether. Um, a lot of them I, I got cheap. Um, some I just got given to me by, you know, other friends um, at breweries and stuff. So I've, I've got a bunch. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I've just, I've always struggled with penlocks. I, I ultimately hate them. I actually do believe at Holder Fest last year, we dumped a, a, a 10 pound tank of gas uh, on one of the back bars. And I'm positive that was because it was a fucking penlock. Wow. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm swapping out anybody else out there that's watching that wants some pen locks cheap, uh, hit me up probably in the next few weeks. I'll, I'll have cleaned everything up and I'm, I'm guessing I probably have 15 to 20 pen locks and I'm going to be unloading. Wow. That's a lot. And I'm going to unload them. I was originally just going to, honestly, I was so pissed off. I was, my first reaction was I'm going to throw them away. Like, <laughs> dumb. I'm like, no, there's some homebrewers out there that like that shit, even though I don't know why. Um, and uh, <laughs> So salty. I'm very, very salty. <laughs> but I need, uh, we need to, we need to get some more um, jockey boxes and, uh, and, uh, you know, rig set up so that we can serve more beer at beer camp this year. So, I may uh, donate them to the club and sell them to try to, uh, you know, get some money so that I can buy some, some either some more shanks or I've got tons of faucets. I've got enough faucets to. Did I ever give you a shank? Because I've got one laying around yeah, that I'm not using. hi -oh. I don't think I have. Right now, I, I probably have 30 faucets and I only have. Um, I only have shanks for. I'm looking. I have a pile. I have a pile of shanks in the front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I think I only have shanks for like fifteen. So need okay. more shanks. Um, I think I, I think I got one. Now there's a caveat to it. Uh, the reason why I have an extra one is because when my when my kegerator shit shipped to me. Uh, I feel like the threads on the brass nut got crossed oh. with the stainless steel. So I've, I've tried prying it off. It's hmm. I just, I don't have a clamp and a huge like pipe wrench to take it off. I'm sure if you get enough leverage, it'll come there. Oh, yeah, we got tools. We can get it off. I mean, and, and it's for a jockey box, right? So once we put it back on something, who cares? Like, well, yeah, exactly. I just never could get it off and the company sent me a new one. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll play with it if you got well, it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll I trade pinlocks for shanks. So there you go. Yeah. I will pay or uh or or beer line or jockey box material. Um are we we is this one yours, the white cap? It is. The is this cap. the one we're drinking? Yep. It is. 
Okay. So this is a, a earlier in the year, Brian, I was, uh, I wanted to brew my first brew of 2022. I messaged Brian, like, what should I brew? And he was like, check dark lager amazingly quick. I think Yeah, it was like 10 seconds later or something. Yeah. And, um, so I did a bunch of, of, of Google searching, you know, looked at like, uh, what is it? Gordon Strong's recipe and, and probably like 15 others. And I kind of cobbled together some different, um, check dark recipes that I saw and, uh, tweaked, uh, slightly. So this is something unique, um, used Urkel, uh, it was my first logger. I actually did logger this. Uh, it took an incredibly long time to get going. And, and in fact, I was about ready to pitch some, uh, what is it, Brian? 3270? Yeah. 3470. Yeah, 3470. Um, and I, and I went to pitch, you know, some other dry yeast in there to try to, to get it going again. And it was, it was actually at like high Krausen, um, that day. So, uh, it was kind of weird ferment. Overall, I mean, I initially liked it. Uh, I don't know that it's a Czech dark lager. It probably is more like a Schwartz beer. Um, it's got a lot of coffee notes to it, I think. Uh, yeah, it's the only beer I've really brewed this year, so. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm going to mess with my audio for a quick sec here, so don't mind me. You're going to turn your voice into uh, something else? A robot? No. Well, here, tell. do I have a... Does it sound like I have any static or noise or anything like that? Am I no, not, you not sound, any, it sounds good. Okay, I'm, then I'm not going to mess with it. Whenever I, I listen to my mic, um, doing my own recordings, I always hear like a slight hissing in the background or something. So as long as you guys don't hear it, then we'll... Uh, no, we don't We don't hear it live. You're probably fine. hearing that because um, your, your microphone's picking up a lot of background noise. You got a lot of stuff running. You need some noise suppression in your room. I uh, Normally, I run that through through software uh live to to do that which is what i was gonna do but if you guys no. don't hear it then i'm not gonna no it. right right now it sounds yeah. it sounds it sounds okay i mean right. it's not like you know radio buttery smooth like it used to be but i mean it sounds fine um <laughs> no for like personal recordings get yourself some of those foam pads and yeah place yeah. them around your room um there's there's a whole sciences to like where your voice is projecting and where those pads should be set and whatnot. The, the reason I'm not running it through the software tonight is I, I, I go back and listen through the podcasts and I don't like the way my voice sounds on the podcasts. It, it sounds different, I think, than it does uh, like live. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to this one and, and see how we do after the show. But if anybody listens to the podcast up until now and uh, thought my voice was terrible and ratchety and shit up through episode 73 uh, let me know your opinion on whether i should run that back through or not um but uh brandon is joining us in the uh the fuck pinlocks um brigade and in fact uh tim brought this up too he, he says he, he feels like we might have a, a few more logger boys in training uh we're, we're gonna have like logger boys patches for the keepers of craft shirts i don't know if you saw that uh, I, well, I don't know if you're a logger boy, Jason. Really, I don't. I don't know if you brew enough loggers to be why. a logger boy. I brewed one. What's, what's what's is it just one? Is that is because I'll 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 make I, that my next brew. I, no, I think there's a rule. Uh, Tim 
Tim Tim is going to have to explain. It's something what maybe like thirty percent of the beers that you brew are lagers. I can't remember the exact percentage, but fifty percent of the beers that I brewed this year have been lagers. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if it's a percentage, uh, I'll do the uh, one. Yeah, it'll be a hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but I think that on top of the lager boys uh, patches, we should have uh, fuck pinlocks or something like that. Um, somebody somebody needs to design like a fuck pinlocks badge or, and uh, oh twenty five percent. Well, so, there you go. Yeah, easy. Of my beers this year because I had to brew. I had to brew for the the sour barrel, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. I've only done two, uh, and it's April. I'm two behind. So, um, and then yeah, we. Uh, I'm definitely all on board for the the fuck penlocks. Um, you know, it, it's in the past as, as part of the club, you know, we've, we've really like, we'll take any kegs that we possibly could. That's why I actually have so many kegs is I would loan kegs out for other members to put beer in that we could take the beer camp. And I really don't even want to do that. Like, I wish we could, I, I know this won't fly and it won't go in the, the club, but today, cause I'm still salty about the pen locks. I would love to say no goddamn pen locks, like fuck <laughs> pen locks. If, if at all possible to avoid, <laughs> uh, what i really should do is is shop around and see if i can find any like uh universal pin lock to ball lock um you know conversion posts because i've got a lot of kegs yeah you, there's i think it's pretty easy to do there's a lot of converted they call them converted ball say, yeah can't you get there's a way to put uh ball lock posts on your pin locks i've only bought one set once and they didn't fit but I, I I know there's others out there. So huh, interesting. When I when I was first building my kegerator, that's what I was looking at doing because pinlocks were just a lot cheaper. Yeah. So that's my beer. Check dark lager, coffee, chocolate. So or now beer. now I'm trying to decide. No, because because I'm I'm reading through you know some of the the other dark beer styles and you know. I'm looking at international dark lager right now, but it's too, I think it's too like too chocolatey maybe to, to really have that. It's not, I don't know. It's not neutral enough. Maybe. Um, I'm still swinging back and forth between short spear and check. I really think this is more of a short spear than a check dark lager, but I would, I really wish that you could have, they could enter this into into both categories and like the next what's the what's the percent you got those up right now what's the primary differences between the two in terms of bjcp uh so the the check loggers still use like check strains so you still might have more of like a like like a little diacetyl is still appropriate um in that style whereas uh schwartz beer is not um so that's a big one I think that Schwartz beer is probably a little bit drier too. Um, Czech strains typically don't uh, ferment quite as dry as other lager strains. Um, so maybe not as dry, maybe a little bit more rich. I think that both of them can still have um, chocolatey and roasty flavors. Um, but I think it, it honestly more comes down to the, the yeast than anything else. Probably like a German yeast versus a Czech yeast. Okay. I, I you know, like so many other styles, uh, <laughs> the the differences are probably you know to, to even like train judges. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
So I, I have entered it as a Schwartz Spear in one competition and as a Czech Dark in another. And um, depending on entries and availability uh, for uh, a future competition that should be opening soon, I may enter it in both. Um, I did not get any national entries this year. So I, I don't really think it's that good. I'm hoping to get feedback on it. That's going to help me make it better. Like this one, I don't think is really, uh, you know, I don't think it's a metalable beer. Um, the very first thing that I taste is a uh, artesian, artesian well. You're just kissing my ass. <laughs> no, it has a. Uh, honestly, the very first thing that comes to my mind is bittersweet chocolate. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. Like, I get an instringency at the end where I think I, I, it almost makes me think like if it wasn't my beer and I didn't brew it, it almost makes me think I use like back black patent, like it's got some malt bitterness. Um, but I didn't use black patent, so. That's okay. Interesting. I don't really think it has any roastiness. Um, I think the carbonation is great, you know, which is always my big thing on beers, um, like a carbonation snob. Um, so I like that. Head, um, I think, is gorgeous and beautiful. I I was reading. Um, I do a lot of reading and listening on, on BJCP and judging and, and stuff like that as um, as I, you know, I haven't taken my test yet. And as I want to, like, give good feedback when I do start judging beers and stuff like that, I want to know how the good judges do it. Um, and supposedly, I mean, head is not going to last forever. Foam is not going to last forever on a beer. Um, but when it starts to dissipate, um, having like, you know, even like a, a nice thin, like layer of head like this, or at least like a, a, a ring around the edge of the glass is still good head retention. Um, like even having, having that nice ring around the glass when the inside is still dark, that's still considered good head retention. Um, good not now. good head retention would probably be like, um, like when we bust out my Russian Imperial, I think the, the ethanol content is so high on that, that it just, um, the head retention isn't quite as good. So yeah. Um, yeah, the head retention. Tell me the, other, tell me the other shitty parts about it. What are the off flavors? I don't, I don't really get off flavors. Um, I think that this could be fermented colder, which I know that you're going to start doing. I don't, did you do that for this one? Oh, no, I ferment. Yeah, this is my very first temp controlled beer. Okay. Two degrees. Fuck you, Brian. I listen. Okay. No, I listen. Just making sure. It, um, I feel like there's some, some yeast drive like flavors in there, um, that I can't put my finger on. Um, and I, and I wonder if that has anything to do with it just sitting for so long. It might. Yeah. Um, and, and that wouldn't have anything to do with like, you know, I mean, but, that, but like, so to give me a takeaway from that, like if, if one, I don't think I'll ever use Urkel again or Cal, whatever it's So called. you, you just pitched a pack, right? Yeah, I did. Just one um, pack. I, I oxygenated and I pitched the pack. Um, um, so, so what might've happened. So the ideal amount of yeast to pitch would have been like four packs. For um, a, a lager. Yep. Um, Technically, for Imperial, maybe two, but I doubt that you're going to ever get 200 million cells out of a pack of that yeast. Like, it's always at least like a month old. And by then, you're at least at, I don't know, like a quarter of those cells gone. 
Um, so you're, you're targeting uh, 1.5 million cells per what milliliter at that point in time or something not per milliliter is it 10 milliliters i think for 10 milliliters so um you in any case you're looking at probably around 400 billion cells that you want okay. um, for a five gallon batch and that might have been why it took so long to take or uh why uh why it took so long to do something it's because at those colder temperatures they're not reproducing quite as fast no, that's totally valid. And you're right. I did I did just use the pack. I'm used to I'm used to doing ales where and and I actually got this from from White, from from White Labs. What's his name? Mike White, Mark White. Um and he was like Chris if White. you oxygenate Chris White. There you go. If you oxygenate and pitch uh you know one of these these uh slap packs, like you should be fine. Like and I did that years ago with ales and it worked and it's worked. And it was like, and, and I, it has been fine. Right. I've won plenty of awards. Yeah, totally. My beer done has done well and I don't have to start a starter. And so I'm fucking, you know, I'm homebrew. I'm lazy. <laughs> I, uh, and, and you know what? And I think that that's still an okay way to do it, but I think that, you know, in part because of the things that we're doing, Mm -hmm. uh, so many other people are, uh, are, are going and, and becoming better brewers and, and making their practices better and, and doing so many things better than they were even five years ago that the old way of just, you know, toss it in and forget it may not be enough anymore. You know, oh, I know. You I know. Look, I've always talked about, and with you especially, you know, I, I always knew the next thing I need to do is temperature control. Um, We've talked about that, both you and I. Yeah, you and I, yeah. and uh, and 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 especially listening, you know, or being part of like, um, you know, competitive homebrewing uh, on Facebook and some of those other groups, and seeing what people are doing to, you know, kind of lift their game up. Which is maybe it was COVID, you know, really kind of lifted the the drive to do better in, in homebrew competitions more so than I've ever seen it before. Yeah, and so. Yeah, some of those lazy steps that I used to take, I could totally see where, yeah, you know, it, it, if, if you want, and, and I think I, I think after the show last, the last show we did, after we talked to Barb and I was talking to Brian and he was listening to Dr. Homebrew mm -hmm. and I wound up drinking and listening to that episode the rest of the night and I'm texting him at like one in the morning, going, <laughs> you know. I fucking suck as a home brewer now. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not putting the time and the effort into the, the hobby right now because work is so goddamn busy. Um, and so I, I think that's part of it is I got to stop taking shortcuts if I want to make the beer like I used to make. Oh, or I want to make the beer that's going to keep up. That's going to be competitive. Yeah. With all you fuckers yeah. that are, are yeah. staying strong. So. Hey, you're, you're ahead of me, man. I, I have yet to brew this year, so... I, and I think my Brand, list. I, I was gonna I'm gonna call that out. I think yeah. Brandon's absolutely right. Totally. I totally agree with you. I don't use dry yeast enough. Um and uh and and uh and, and there are companies, you know, Lalamond is doing some amazing things with dry yeast and uh, their their verdant yeast is amazing. I, I used it for the first time, uh the last New England uh IPA I made and it was delicious. Um 
And it was great just to have that yeast there because I was like, I feel like, you know, brewing today, I have all these hops and New England IPAs don't require a bunch of crazy malt. And uh, yeah, and it was amazing. Totally. Especially for lagers, you know, 3470, that shit, you don't even necessarily need a temperature control. Like that stuff does just fine at like 65 degrees or something. I, I don't so. think I've ever used it. Well, and the cool thing about it was I got so pissed off about what this Urkel was doing that I went and I was actually, I think it was with David Jones at this, we, we swung by the, the store and I bought like six packs of 3470 because I was just going to come back and beat the shit out of this with drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, it really would have been a Schwartz beer. <laughs> and then, and literally, like, thankfully, I didn't cut the yeast packs open before I opened the keyser. So I, I'm like mm. standing there with the yeast packs. I open the keyser and I see this fucker going active. So I backed off. So I've got a freezer full of 3470. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Use it all. Uh, the next couple months become a lager boy. I'm telling you, I'm a lager, lager boy, boy right now. For Tim's right, rules. Tim, Tim, is there a minimum amount of brews? Or is it he just said 25%. Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it 25% out of out of four brews minimum? Or, uh, no, fuck you. you. Don't what, 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 are the, what are the rules here? <laughs> All right, what are we drinking next, Jordan? I, what, uh, what? Yeah, Jordan. I, I, uh, oh, oh, I'm looking down here like I have it. So I gave you guys. So I have a cider. Um, Let's do the cider which, because I want to. I want to let the hydromel sit as, as long yeah, as I can to yeah, see if anything. Yeah, out of sorry, that sorry, you got the milky bottle. <laughs> I had the keg. The keg blew while he was down here, and I'm just like, well, so is your glass milky too? Didn't you, the one, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I poured it. Oh, yeah. That that shit looked like a New England uh, yeah, that okay. had sat out for a while. It was like it looked like a, what's it called a scrumpy cider. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That it looks. It was opaque. Um, I'm still gonna try it. I'm, I'm hoping it, that it, I can it didn't affect the flavor. A I drank oh, okay. like half the glass, so it okay. didn't really affect the flavor. Um, if good. anything, it gave it a little more body. Um, okay. So we're we're uh, drinking surly uh, hydromel like with the yeast, I guess, or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Basically, uh, the other the, the other ones. We're, we're drinking the cider, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, the cider, the one with the C on top. Um, and that's just a oh, which which keg that came out of the second tap. So that one was brewed with, I want to say it was my last pack of seventy one B. Um, it's husted. Um. And I don't believe there's any back sweetening in it. I'm pretty sure it's just straight yeast and cider. Okay. Did you enter this into Glint Cap? Uh, it's going to be that one or it's going to be the other one that I have. And maybe okay. I should have given you guys both of those so that way you could tell me which one to enter. But I think the second one, the tap number two, which is I believe what I gave you guys is the one I like more. Um, but so Jason on, on your beer, this, this is, this is great. It's good. The, the only, um, I, I smell a seedle on it. You are super sensitive to that. Yeah, I, no, and I am. And Jason, I'm not saying this is like, uh, anything you need to fix because this is my one like superpower uh, on the planet. <laughs> no, um, that's cool. I like, don't. I smelled it as soon as I opened the bottle. Like I popped the bottle and I just, I got a nose full of it. I don't taste it though. I will say that. 
Um, I don't know if like some of the chocolate malts are covering it up or anything, but anytime that's I put so, this up to my face, that's interesting. I, can I smell will it. I will share. So it's going into at least four comps this year. Just okay. so I get feedback. Interested to see like if that. anybody else t- t- tastes yeah. it or smells it. Because I, yeah. I, I don't, but that's also probably um it's it's funny with me. Acetyl acetyl's a flavor that I typically enjoy, so I don't know if I smell it anyway. So uh, I have I was I have, oh. I have eight ounces of green apple hops in my freezer if you want them. Yeah. Uh, what what dark malt did you use in this? Because I'm I'm starting to work on this theory in my head that maybe I'm not super sensitive to acetyl, and there's just a specific dark malt that has mm. an aroma that I that I pick out because I've noticed I only ever really get it in dark beers. So, like I said, I'm wondering if there's a malt that is kicking something off because I was it's I don't know if you saw my my you know, face getting brighter as I was looking stuff up, but I was trying to figure out like, oh, well, where, you know, how is this produced? Where is acetyl naturally found? And one of the first things they came and came from what they said was coffee. Um, So I'm kind of wondering if there's like a certain type of roasted malt that has that in it. So so this recipe and and this, this I did take from Gordon Strong. I believe this is what Gordon Strong does in his check dark, but I, um, so the, the base brew that was mashed was uh, eight and a half pounds of Pilsner, one and a half pounds of Victory, uh, one pound of Karaminic, and one pound of chocolate. As it is, and then yeah. as I rolled off, as I you know sparge or whatever you want to call it, I added a half a pound of Carafa three, and a half a pound of Karaminic three or two. I'm sorry. I have about a carafa two and a half a pound of caramunic two sprinkled on top of my grain bed as I interesting shot over it. So it was like a rinse at the end with um, some carafa two and caramunic two. Yeah. Hmm. And I hmm. honestly, I think I would cut down. I don't know if I, I, I'd honestly probably do away with that step altogether if I rebrewed it. Um, and then probably tone back the victory and tone back the chocolate a little bit. I mean, if you're, I'd have to, so like a check dark, I, I don't know if I've had any like commercial versions of that. Um, or at least I've never really sought it out. So it's really hard for me to place it towards like a target on what we'd be shooting for. Um, but overall, I'd, I'd say it's a, it's an enjoyable beer. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't taste the apple flavor. It's just yeah, like I can smell it. Like anytime I pull pull the glass you know, up, I, and I get it. But what you said earlier, though, Jordan, was you get a lot off of dark beers. You read that or whatever, and and I agree. Yeah. Like you know, I make I make that coffee style. Um, you know, I call it Colombian grind. Uh, Railtown called it repeat. 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 Um, that's like that and my... They, they renamed uh, your beer? You that? didn't call it Repeat? No, I've always called it Columbia. I had to rename it because of the competition. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. But it's it's one of those things I was going to say. Like the, that black beer and the other black beer that I brew all the time, I always get green apple off of it. Like 
that's the first flavor I taste and I get pissed off. But when I go and I drink professional, other professional um, examples of like dry Irish and shit like that, I tend to, I pick that up there too. Not so much Guinness. I don't know if that's the nitro thing or. Yeah, maybe I'll say this is the first, like I've had a number of your stouts and this is the first one that I've tasted it on. So that's why I'm wondering if like. Yeah, I feel like a, I taste it on all of them is what I'm saying. If there's uh, a, <laughs> like, like a. That's a, and I'm not saying it's anything you did because I have every faith in your ability to brew, Jason. Um, that's why yeah, I was kind of like looking at this. I'm like, I, I'm just wondering if that's just me, like if I'm misplacing that flavor. Like if in my brain box it's telling me green apple, but really what I'm tasting is something different that has to do with with the malts. No, um, this this year I'm not I'm 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 not holding any hope out. Like, uh, I've, like I said, I've only done a couple of brews. I've, I've been relatively rushed, haven't really focused on brewing, haven't really focused on this channel, haven't done any, like, other than work and career, uh, um, that's that's been my passion. Think, 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 things will calm down. Eventually. Things will calm down. Things are calming down. Good. I, I, uh, I've got some new people that work for me that are taking on some of my duties and making my life a little bit better. Good, good. Uh, got to got to take Brian out to the office last week. We got to uh, in the evenings after work. We got to go to a bunch of California breweries. Um, so jealous. Probably, Maybe came back to this shit weather. <laughs> we brought back snow. Probably yeah. too many. Like I, I think like halfway through the week, Brian and I were both going like, oh, I just want to go to bed. But we're gonna soldier on to the next brewery. And we did, and we got them to custom make breadsticks for us. And whoa, was... wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> you guilt tripped a cook. Jason uh, ordered off menu at a food truck. <laughs> I did. I, I forget where we were. I wanted. Uh, it was the uh, breadsticks came up. The the not the sour barrel. It was the. Uh, no, it was it wild barrel? Wild barrel, yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I don't remember what it was. I was just like, before we got there, I'm like, I really, breadsticks sound amazing. Like, I would love some breadsticks. And uh, and then we get to this wild barrel, which did amazing fruit sours. Um, they had, they obviously, you could tell they had a Berliner base. And then they, 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 they had the same Berliner vice on, what, like 10 different taps? More, more than that. Or 50, yeah, maybe 15. Yeah, it was like 15 taps. different fruits, yeah. And it was just everyone was a different fruit. So it's like, okay, make a make make a big 30 barrel batch of Berliner Weiss and just split it off and put, you know, peaches in this one and black currants in this one and raspberries and watermelon. And I mean it was crazy. That part was good. And they had a really good uh double cherry chocolate chocolate cherry <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It, it, the, the name of the beer was like this long and it said cherry and chocolate like two or three times each um, <laughs> it was good anyway they had a fruit truck there i went out to to this food truck it was a pizza truck and uh he had five different pizzas on the menu and i'm like oh man you don't have breadsticks and he's like i'll make you some and i'm like what and he's like oh yeah i'll throw cheese on it i'll throw some garlic sauce or garlic butter i'll do this and and he's like i'll just serve it with some sauce on the side i'll make you some breadsticks I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're amazing. <laughs> paid the guy, I don't know what it was, 12 bucks, went back in the bar. He brought Brian and I breadsticks. Like, he, he even cut them like breadsticks. What's that? 
even cut them like breadsticks, you know, like one yeah, slice down the middle like and, and flat the rest of the way up. Yeah. He found some ranch dressing. I don't know where that came from. And he gave us like <laughs> his tomato sauce and ranch dressing. And they were fucking amazing. <laughs> they uh, were really good. <laughs> I don't know if that's because we had, you know, been out drinking since 11 a.m. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. no, nothing to do with it. If, if it doesn't, I don't I think it was, uh, it was called Saucy Tongue uh, Food Truck. Um, go find them. Go, go patronize their their yeah. food truck. Yeah. We found right, a so homebrew guess... shop. <laughs> we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were they called? Wild West. Wild Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. Homebrew supplies or something like that. Um, yeah, shout out to Wild West. Check them out on Facebook. They're in es- Ocean. No. Escondido, I think. Escondido. They yeah. were. They were uh, down the street from Little Miss Brewing in Escondido. Uh, wild 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 west homebrew supply store um him and his wife bought it in the middle of covid yeah uh, they they wandered in to buy some homebrew supplies and he said they ended up buying a, a homebrew shop so <laughs> but what i love it is is you go in there and you're like uh do you have any beer on tap because you saw the taps obviously. yeah and you're yeah. like you got any beer and he's like oh, i can't sell it it's homebrew and he's like and then Brian just thought, Miss some beat. How about some free samples? The next thing you know, this guy's giving us like, like <laughs> his homebrew saison. And uh, it, was, and good. it was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun adventure. For the next like hour, I'm sitting there talking about what it would be like to open a homebrew shop in Kalamazoo after that. It's like, you know, if Bell's closes down, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. I mean, there'd be a void then, so <laughs> fill it. Oh, South County is going to do some some good business. That's right. South County is 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 our homebrew store. So I'm going to dig into the cider. You you know what this tastes like? Um, smelling it, my very first sip, it smells like a like a fresh crushed apple. Like you can smell like the like the vegetal not vegetal matter the the fruit matter in it too. Um, like it, and not in a bad way. Like it just smells still fresh pressed. Like it's very, um, it's I very feel good. Like that's a good thing. It is, I think. Like, yeah, you know, you, it's not Mott's apple juice. What would right. you put this in Gwent Cap as, Jordan? Like, are you gonna go traditional? And I, th- oh, do you remember what the? I don't even remember what the difference between traditional and modern is. I was just going to say, I looked at the, I looked at both of them when I was filling out my, my glint cap submission. And I think I picked modern. I think I picked modern dry. So last year, Brian and I entered virtually the same parity. Virtually. Like it was Mm -hmm. the same batch of juice from Hustades. And I think we used the same yeast. It's just, one was fermented in my basement. One was fermented in his basement. You entered yours as modern. Mm-hmm. I entered mine as traditional. I got a silver. You got a bronze. Right. And so I swapped it this year. I still had like two bottles left. Yep. So I'm entering. We're both entering as traditional this year. Right? Yeah. Yep. I think. God, I'll have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure. So I have Jordan. The moral of this story is I have no idea what the fuck. <laughs> I, that's kind of I. I mean, I read the descriptions and everything. I'm kind of like, mm, for just... for as many like different types of like meads and honeys and stuff like that that there are out there. I feel like cider is the more intimidating thing to judge for some reason. Like I don't know. I feel like 
you're not really adding things to cider. Like there's not a ton of like fruit ciders out. I mean, there are, but like for the most part, I feel like when you see, especially you think Perry, cider, you think Perry's like so like so so niche. Yeah, um, I feel like with you know like I guess apple cider more or less. There's a little more variety to it, um, but. No, I mean, I feel like I feel like this is good. I think this is the one that I like. I, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna pour a small sample of my other one, because um, I can't keep my taps straight. I don't. I said I blew my keg, but that that um, that mead that I blew earlier, mm-hmm. I had been sipping on since like December. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's it's been a minute. It's definitely dry, but it's not like, um. Jason, I'm going to move you back up. Yeah. Wait, was this how we were? Yeah, there yep, you go. that's it. I was about to do it. So. <laughs> um, I think it's dry, right? But it's not like dry, white wine dry. No. Like it has it has more of a substantial body, I think, that... that um, so I, I would probably put that as semi-dry then, because yeah. it really... It's not puckering, right? It's not, it's got, it doesn't have any astringency at all. I could I could see semi dry or dry, and that's another thing. You know, I've been watching these videos, BJCP videos and stuff like that. Like, uh, I just watched one on mead judging with Carvin Wilson uh, the other day, who's a um, uh, very big name in the mead making world, and and his thing was like, you know, un- unless unless it's like a night and day difference, like unless you enter like something as dry and it's like the most like dessert sweetest thing you've ever had like uh the the level of you know sweetness that you enter something into a competition as shouldn't really play a huge role in how it's judged like if this is entered as dry or like semi-dry like i don't think that it's gonna make that much of a difference hopefully maybe um i like that advice when when i start judging i i think that that's a um, well, that, that was that was honestly a, kind of my piece. thought with yeah. with yeah. putting it in towards dry is I um there it's not this is a, if this is a, what I'm thinking it is it's not back sweetened at all I I have one that's back sweetened with like oh shit maybe like an eight or like a sixth of a can of uh, apple juice concentrate and that's it sure um just like very very little amount to just add a little some little little tiny bit of background sure. to it um but i'm pretty sure that was my 1118 uh the one that i brewed with the uh, ec 1118 mm-hmm. uh 71b i feel like just leaves a little bit more residual sweetness to it um and i'm pretty sure this is this is the one um but that's why yeah, I said dry because it's like oh, there a little extra sweetness if it's if it's on that line and it's not gonna cross it, like a little extra sweetness is probably just gonna work better in my favor. I, I, in terms of judging, I, I think I think it's gonna fit into either of those, dry or semi-dry. Now, um, uh, do you guys get anything? So I've I've been sipping on this a you know for a little while, and I think personally to me on the finish, if I'm trying to be hypercritical of it. I get just a little, I don't know, hotness at the end, uh, maybe slightly vinegary. Uh, and it's just a little bit all the way in the back of my throat. 
but no. that's just me. That's just me. If I'm, you know, trying to be super, super picky, um, not doesn't quite have like maybe the body or the, like, I think uh, you could talk me into the vinegariness, but I also think that's part of cider. Like, I, I don't think that that's a, a standout off flavor. I, um, I would want to try the still. It, it's Maybe it's so you're saying uh, like it's carbonic acid. Yeah. Oh, that could that yeah that could be. I mean, I have a tendency to undercarbonate my stuff, but this. Uh... I mean, I, I could go either way on this. Like the the, the carbonation is fine, and I could go for it higher. But I would I would like to try it still too, uh, just to just to see. Like I think that this dry and still, um, would be, uh, quite good. Like especially if this had a, a higher ABV. Like I I. I know there's not really a good way to do that without jacking it or, or doing a, uh, like an ice wine or ice cider like sort of thing. But I think right. that like this flavor as like a 12% still cider would be like chef's kiss. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's good though. I think the fruit comes through. I think, uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's better than a lot of the, the professional can shit. That I've tried yeah. recently. Yeah, totally. All the all of it. You just husted apples and you treated them just fine. Perfect. Uh, I'll take all, that. all the cider Thank that's you. out there right now is like really sweet. Um, yeah. and, and not that I have anything against sweet cider. That's how most of my cider is. Um, but this is much more of like a a golfing cider. Mm -hmm. I guess like you, you take yeah, it out on the course yeah. and just like keep it in your cart and sip on it in between holes and. It's more refreshing. So well, that's that's kind of what so I was going for. Was like, yeah. I wish I had them. I wish I had them cold. I I've been cleaning my office today, Jordan, in between meetings. And a year ago, I think, you gave me a six pack oh, of boy. your cider. I did. Yeah. No. Okay. Two different kinds. I think I got three bottles of each. Are they green caps? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I use a lot. It's either green or silver, but <clears throat> be interested if he if he knows what it is. Does he have my parry? Did I give him parry? Yeah, maybe you sharpie the tops. I don't know. I don't know anybody else that uses green caps. So I, I have two plain. They're, they're, <clears throat> two of them are plain, and two yeah. of them say. <clears throat> I think that says JB Hydro. No, it's a hydro. Oh, maybe that's oh. the hydromel that we're drinking right now. Would it no, <clears throat> if yeah, it would be a hydromel. Um, that's uh, my first iteration of the hydromel oh, okay. that I did, uh, yeah, last year. And then with the other cider, I the other one, I don't, I don't know what it would be. Um, the unlabeled one. Yeah. I, I found these in the closet, so they've been kept in a dark closet um, as I was cleaning my office. And I was excited about these. Like, I set these aside. They're going back in the fridge. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to... I remember the cider being really, really good. And I enjoyed it. I don't remember the hydromel. Um, we might have anyway, even done that on, on thanks, like a, dude. a previous beer review. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. I, I'm really bad. This In the past year, with I, I bring so much up to this office to do the show i have the beer fridge and i other things and i 
dude, I probably had 200 beers, um, like in my office or in my office fridge and closet. And, uh, one, I'm not going to start naming breweries, but I, I was getting, I was digging something out of my closet last week and, or two weeks ago, was it right? I think two. And a beer had exploded, uh, from a professional brewery. Thankfully, it was all I kept. I I had set them all in this tote, and so it was all contained. And so I, today, in between meetings, I was going through that tote and some other totes and pulling beers out. And and I I actually uh, I probably committed a beer sin. I think I dumped out thirty beers today. Oh, um, wow! From from they're, from they're, shitty breweries. Ch- and what's that, Ryan? They're chunky. Some were chunky. Some were <laughs> very very <laughs> fucking. I, dude, I poured out again. Brewery to remain nameless. Not a Michigan brewery. Uh, I poured out a beer that had at least an inch and a half of solid material in the. Oof. And it's it it was an IPA, but it's like six months old. Like, wow. It's, wow. it's not yeah. that old, but it's old. But it's not. And I don't care how old it was. With that much solid material in there, that that fucking shit was in there. Um, yeah. Yep. But yep. anyway. In doing that, I found yours, and so well, perfect. Yeah. You got yours you got some. Back in the fridge. I actually found some others from um, from the homebrew club. Uh, found some some good sit from some other guys that is going back into the the beer fridge, and then the rest of this shit's going down to the cellar. Uh, you remember we did the the pie beer or pie pie day back on March fourteenth. Um, where Brian, oh, yeah, 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 you broke out the Ferndale yeah, pie beers. Yeah, I yeah. found like eight of them today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jason, there's a chance that those unlabeled ones could be a Perry if it's from a year ago. Well, do you want I to mean, they're now they're not cold, but they're not cold right now. No, I was going to put them in the beer fridge, but then I had to put these six for the show in the beer fridge. W- weren't we yeah. going to do like a mystery uh-huh. beer episode at one point in time too? Or yeah. did we do that? We've I done that once those. before. <laughs> yeah. I can save those for the mystery beer show. Let's do another. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's, let's do it. Speaking of, I mean, we're getting on now. It's been an hour and I don't think this show needs to go two or three hours, but it can. Um, Maybe it we did, we did get together and we talked about, the future the next three months right yeah yep we have, you, have, we have you have that don't you Brian? i do i do you want me to pull it up yeah i do because i don't <laughs> so uh next week uh we're going to be doing a kegging episode um or, or at least oh, some sort of like i should have saved all my fucking hate for penlocks no, oh we, we can we can rehate okay uh, that's perfectly fine um Big Brew Day, the official Big Brew Day is May 9th. Or I'm sorry, May 7th. So May on 7th. May 9th, we're going to do a like a post Big Brew Day recap show. And it's your birthday. Uh May and May 7th is my birthday. So it's like the it's my favorite holiday. Like once every, you know, like 6ish years. Uh it falls back on my birthday again, so well, um, that's fucking fantastic. Brian. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometime in May, we're hoping to get pucks on again too. Um, 
we need to talk to Chris up there. Literally, it's been a year and we have not reached back out to him. He probably doesn't even remember who we are. So I have like year old puck cider in my fridge that I've been dying to try for a long time now. Uh, I still have Jordan's four pack, which I have had multiple opportunities to bring him and always forget about. And we're, we're actually going to go to Pucks a week from Thursday. Yeah. So, Jordan, are you coming with us? Quite, quite possibly. Okay. Right. You are more than invited. And, and Andrea, too, if she wants to come, if you can find like a babysitter for Charlie. That's I can... right. That is, that is next week. We might, we might be able to. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up to her. I can, I can fit seven. So, Perfect. So yeah, we're going. We're we're going to drop off uh, beer, at, or I'm sorry, cider at Glint Cap, and we are then gonna go to Pucks and try to uh, get Chris on the show. Um, not that he watches this, but if you do, Chris, we're coming. <laughs> um, the the twenty seventh, no, twenty eighth of May is the other Big Brew Day. Yes, the, the the so labeled Big Brew Day over in Detroit, um, which is more of a uh, giant ass uh, competition event, right? Right, it's a big um, brew party, basically. Yeah, uh, and so we maybe want to recap that uh, on the thirtieth. Um, we're actually going to be there. Um, hopefully, we're going to hook up with Trouble Brewing, Matt Ishman from Trouble yep. Brewing. Yep. And maybe even um, Barb from uh, the Siren of Stout. Yep. Uh, oh, I'd love to actually meet her in person. Oh, yeah, that was super cool. So we're gonna we're gonna head over there and and we're gonna brew and we're gonna probably capture some some video. Um, I don't know if we'll go live. I doubt it. Um, we'll see. But Matt will probably capture some stuff. He wants to do a grain yeah. of glass video starting from a brew over there. That would be awesome. So yeah, great. Be best starting over on uh, Trouble Brewing. Um, you know, I try, I tried to do, uh, you know, grab some footage when I was at the winter beer festival. Um, I was too cold and got too drunk. <laughs> it was my hands. I never were asked you how that went. How was yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. It was cold as fuck. I mean, we had like 25, 30 mile an hour winds and I think they had oh, two, no. two fire pits for like 5,000 people. Yeah, oh, um, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was cold as shit. Um, I mean, this whole year is kind of, you know, this whole spring time has been kind of uncharacteristically cold. Or maybe this is characteristic for sure. Michigan yeah. spring, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're just spoiled from previous years. Uh, but it was cold. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of really good beers. I can't really think of anything that stood out in my brain that just wasn't good um did a did you hit the russian river tent did they have one i can't remember if they come to that festival or not i was gonna say were they there there was so the the list that they put out like a week beforehand there was easily like two or three times as many breweries there it was there's no way there's no way you're hitting them all there's No. no there's no way you're hitting even a quarter of them without you know being brought out on a stretcher um Winter uh, Beer Fest is the only beer fest I've actually been to that I don't remember leaving. <laughs> I could see why. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, really I, I, thankfully, I took a I took a bus up there uh, with a group, and uh, somebody put me on the bus, and I woke up in Kalamazoo. Cool. 
I remember you saying that yeah. now. Yeah. There's an angel out there. <laughs> what you were by you yourself? But no, I was with um I was with the whole group. Uh John and Mandy Sutton were there. Um I wanna say Josh Buck was there. I don't know. Other people were there. I That's remember a... I woke up back in Kalamazoo in the parking lot at One Well, where, which was our drop-off, mm-hmm. our spot. And I remember hearing stories about like three or four other people on the bus that had puked. And I was just happy that all I did was pass out. So yeah. somebody walked me to the bus, that for I got on the bus, and I took a nap. I yeah. woke up in Kalamazoo, and I was I was good to go. Went home. It was, uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. It's it's great. Uh, you got a hotel I, up there, right? we yes we did yes yeah. uh yeah yeah i wouldn't no <laughs> i'm not gonna drive back down a bus is a great way as as jason had said um yeah it was my wife and i's like first time overnight away from the kid mm. um so that's what we decided to do uh not gonna lie it was there was a bit of anxiety being in you know, I, I, he's almost two years old. I still call myself a new parent. Does that ever stop? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, it was like, Oh, I'm going to go to a beer fest and I'm going to get drunk and my kid's going to be an hour away, but it stops. Uh, uh, it, it stops. <laughs> <laughs> good. Good. Glad to hear it. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I think this was the first year it was back. It was canceled last year. So, you know, this was, uh, there was a lot more people there than I had ever anticipated seeing at a beer festival. It was actually quite surprising. I have no doubt. Right on. But but yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. don't know what we were talking about beforehand because I'm starting to get a buzz. Uh, uh, about... At least one more. What are we? What are we? What are we hitting? Let's. So let's do the sour. sour. No, Not let's do yet. the sour. What's the sour? The sour. Yeah. Which Which one is that? It has like S number one on it or something like that. It has the Chinese uh, symbols. Oh, the hieroglyph. So so, okay. so open it slowly, Jordan. I think that this is the first sour that we put through our fifteen gallon journeyman barrel. I think totally, not possible. Totally still. Wait, no, you had? No. I've got four of these left. Okay, I'm not sure if it is. You'll have to tell uh, me. I, I don't know. I don't. I I labeled it like that, but I don't remember why I labeled it like this. So it could be. Oh, anything. I, I hope so because if it is, man, I'd love this beer. I'm excited now. It totally did not react at all. Oh yeah. yeah did it did it no... hiss at all at least? Just a little oh, it's bit. It's got carbonation. Okay. But oh okay, yeah. okay. It's not um, it's light. It's you didn't oh, get yeah. any wild fermentation. I mean, we did. That was the point. But well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Secondary, tertiary? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you recall, but I did submit this beer to O'Connor's. Okay, no, I don't a number remember. of years ago. Um, yeah, it was O'Connor's. The medals, the same year that I got the, the few medals, you took a medal home. Yeah, yeah. This so one took fourth in its category. Oh, that's awesome! It. It's very Brett Ford. It almost smells a little cheesy to me. It almost yeah, no, smells get, a little I bit get, like cheese. My first nose hit was Brett, all Brett. 
I could get cheese, sure. Yeah, I get I get a little bit of the cheesiness. Uh, I do get bread. <laughs> I do think this is I do think this is our 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 number one. Wow. I think it is too. Like uh, it's not it's not super aggressively sour, you know. It's not like a face punch. Yeah. That's what I liked about it to be honest is that it wasn't like the the ABV wasn't so low to where it's going to give you indigestion. No, it's got um, um I don't know, like, I, I want to say fruit, and I also want to say horse blanket. It's, uh, the reason I saved it is because it's not my jam. And I, I it, it really hasn't changed much. It legit smells like bread and cheddar cheese to me. And, like, the, it tastes better than that. Um, it does. It tastes like, it tastes like, uh, um, <laughs> it tastes like bitter orange peel. Uh, see, and... I was gonna say apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I don't get I don't get that at all. You know? Like, I don't nope. get any vinegariness, no. I do at the end. I get I get a little bit of um acetic at the end. It's very brett forward. It's very it's very dry hay. That's where I get the horse blanket like up front. Mm-hmm. And it and then when I swallow I get kind of like fruit, which I associate with apple, and a little bit of that tart. I'm uh, I'm pouring the rest of this into my dump glass because I just don't care for it. It's not, it's not my favorite. And and it's it's not, not that bad. it's bad. It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's complex and a really oh, right, weird thing that I don't like. It's it's like a really light Flanders. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's a really good way to put it. Like, um, I wish it was more more it's it's very very it's but that's 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 really why i like it is because there's there's a lot of flavors going on in it but nothing's hitting you in the face it's not aggressive very not yeah exactly exactly it's it's noticeably sour key unnoticeably um like you get you get brett character which i'm not a fan of but it's noticeable but it's not punching you in the face I like that. I mean, to be entirely honest, this is, it's like a lawnmower beer of sours. Like nothing about this is over the top. Um, yeah, I think that's fine. That's, that's, that's me though. I, I mean, that's just, me. I, I think it's too aggressively cheesy or something. <sighs> I don't get that. Yeah. I don't know. I might, I could, I might be able to get that on the, um, the breathe through. Like retro nasal, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit, but I also, I, I, I don't know. I really enjoy pungent cheeses, so. <laughs> um, That's right, like Brian, you don't like blue cheese, or I don't, I don't, no, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm not like personally, I'm not a fan of blue cheese specifically, but like some of those really pungent cheeses that you'll get, like some of those hard cheeses, I really enjoy. This is um, the only beer I've dumped in my my dump glass so far. So I'm actually keep, keep so, I mean, if you're going down the cheese road, I'll take it. As funky, fuck you, as your face. I don't care. I'll, I'll drink it like all the blue cheeses. But um, I do. I do. Okay, so Jason, I think you're the one who said um, 
vinegary a little a little bit i do i i get vinegar at the end at the very end just oh, just a little bit i do get a little bit of that now i kind of wonder if my bottle or my bottles get that as well so that's what i'm um, saying like i get like this brett i want to say i get the brett i want to get the 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 straw the hay the the, the that horse blanket wild yeah kick off of it and then when i swallow i get fruitiness and a slight vinegar flavor overall this is um if it had fruit it would be perfect like if if, if you put like or if it, honestly it, it well let me finish the thought because i'm getting a little tipsy and i'm jumping around so i think raspberries some of the fruit in this would really make it good i almost feel like it would need to be more tart though this what this really needs I think is is for it to have been fermented with a saison yeast. Like what this really what this really for me what this really wants is like pepper. So See, what I think I, I would go okay if I'm going back to it. What I think of when I, I drink a good Flanders red, right? Has a, a Flanders has kind of more of everything that a beer has. More malt, more more acetic. More acetic more everything like this this if i were to close my eyes and ignore the fact that it is a, a very beautiful straw gold color this is like a really bland flanders are you drinking yours warm i mean room temp mine was sitting out in the garage before probably I like, down. mine's it's, really cold so no, this, if... this is probably like 50 55 mine's like 40 so it's i'm wondering if like, i'm getting different flavors than you are too i was gonna say if that's let it warmed if it would be that's definitely something enjoyable because all the ones that all all of my version ones that i drank that came out of the bottles um <laughs> were all room temp as i drink this i'm like i am enjoying it more and i do get the acetic now jason and and i wonder if if part of it has to do with me pouring it into another glass and just like maybe drove off gassing some shit. Yeah. yeah and and I, it's been sitting on my desk. I don't for, know. It's 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 been sitting on my desk for two hours. Okay. Yeah, and mine mine's been sitting next to me this entire show. I mean, I brought it in from outside, so it's been sitting for an hour I, and a half. And it came right out of the fridge. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I don't I don't hate it as much now. Uh still not my favorite. I, I will say, like, like straight up unblended. Uh, this was probably my favorite of the three that we did. Although I haven't really, I obviously haven't tasted much of the third version. <laughs> I I don't know how it is now. The last time I had it, when I was over at Drew's house, it was very mild and uh, and uh, and quite good. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see. I, hopefully, it hasn't oxidized too much uh, in the barrel or something weird, but. I think this is delightful. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just me in my old age, but I've I've old I say old age, um, but I, I enjoy things that are a little more mild. Like I love I love sours. I don't want fucking gut rot after yeah. I, you know drink a pint of it. I want that no. flavor. I like it, but I, I you know I agree. I, I'm I'm doing with you like that, and I forget where we were at this weekend. Or the last week, Brian. I don't. It feels I know. like a weekend. I know. <laughs> um, 
but there were there were so okay before we went to to california i was at i was here in town at saga tuck and i i honestly i forget the beer i drank it was just too tart you know it was like it reminded me of a distill beer uh distill beer what's up um, yeah distill distill steel. yeah distill. yeah like just punch you in the fucking like the the jaw clenching tart oh yeah like, i can't do that like honestly going back to it i love trevor clinic my fucking hero of beer um i drank a version of his red barn sour one time that literally knocked me out for the day not not because i was drunk but because i had like a tension headache oh yeah from <laughs> yep. my jaw and face like seizing up from how acidic this beer was and i've just never really been a super fan of that like i'm you know and and, and i forget like honestly i forget where we were brian but there were a couple of beers this week that we we tried in california where it was just like too acidic um, yeah. yeah and you can you know you can taste it off of the first taste you know you yeah. get it and you're just like yeah, you get it. You get like back of the jaw, around the back of the skull. For me, yep. you just yep. kind of feel back that, like, yeah. oh, you know. And then it hits your gut, and you're just like, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to drink a whole pint of that. Like, it tastes good. It's a great beer, but like, I just don't. I don't want to drink a pint like this stuff. I'll have like it's sour. It's got that sour flavor. It's got a lot of complexity to it. Uh, yeah, it may not be like. You know, Brian, I, I'll agree with you. Like, it's complex, but it may be better crafted with the amount, like the type of cultures that are in there. Yeah. Like, there's, there's a, there, there is that. Um, but in terms of, I would, I would call this, you know, like I said, kind of like a lawnmower sour. Like, it's, it's got a lot of the flavors of a sour, um, but it's also I could have three or four of them and probably still be fine. I feel like we've done better uh, with our newer sours as we've learned more about how to use the barrel and stuff like that. That's but. that's true, but that also comes, you know, it's a culture, it's a it's a world of its own. The more we put through it, the more it's going to start solidifying its own identity. So this is the first time through. I uh, and I I don't want to be a quitter tonight, so I want to get through our last two as well. But maybe we uh, maybe we just do. We just do half pours. Oh, hey, that's that's fine by me. I'll have to grab another glass here. Um, <laughs> Thanks for to... calling that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, why'd you why'd you delete it? Was that a Twitch dude? No, no I, I missed him. I don't know. I was trying to clean it up, and I fucking put it on air. So he's still watching. Good on you. You made it. You got it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's this old helmet? Maybe maybe it's just a joke. It was half pours, right? We are doing half pours the last two. I mean, why not? Yeah, let me uh let me grab another glass. Oh, what, what was the comment side. though? I don't remember what the comment was. So, something about strap on. <laughs> We're that's... giving him what he wants. Yeah, that's no, that's I know I want to know was. now. And it's fine. He's not watching anymore because he, he said strap on spelled backwards is something. N -O yeah, now now I have to now I have to think about it. Now I'm yeah. gonna grab a glass. I'll be <laughs> oh 
So Brian, um, oh, is is no, is no, is no, is no Pats. What was um, we got to kill some time here. What was your favorite part of? What was your favorite beer that you had in California? Man, I don't know. It wasn't Pliny. Pliny was good. Even the double dry hot Pliny was fine. But it, you know. It's an old beer at this point, kind of, right? Like, um, uh, probably, oh, man. I want to say it was something cleaner. What's like this? Maybe, maybe the check at Lost Abbey. It was really, really, really good. Really? Yeah, I, I liked I it a lot. Like... Um... I feel like for me it was something um I'm I'm like going through my head. What are we talking uh, about? All, all the... Oh I just asked him about the, the good beers that he had in California. Like what was his oh, favorite? Okay. All right. Uh so we we of course we got to have a pint of piney uh double dry hop, piney on top. That. Um but you no, know, that was just it's just it, it's it you know, it's piney. It's like and and I you know I'm not gonna be a dick and show the picture, but you know like there were literally cases of Pliny on the shelf that we. Could. Well, I mean it's like too hearted over here. Oh yeah, yeah totally. You could, you could yeah. just like walk down to the store and be like, yeah, I'll I'll. They I'll, I'll buy they it. had hop slam on tap and people were like going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree with you. Like I was, I'm just I'm, the mood that I'm in. I was into some really light beers, and so I know we would we would roll up to this brewery and the first like i remember taking uh we went to modern times um and the like, the first flight i think the first flight i ordered was all fucking pilsners like i think mine was too yeah and then and then i think i did a couple ipas next yeah <laughs> um yeah i was just really into the into the the, the loggers the, the light loggers and uh um I'm, I'm trying to remember what brewery we went to and and i went in there and i'm like i just want i just want a light lager and they actually had like light ass beer like i think it was like called something like that like light ass junk or trash or whatever it was delightful <laughs> um i don't remember what that was though I just went to look at uh, this old helmets. I probably shouldn't even call this name out, like YouTube page, and it's just like a, a few like gun videos and like a creepy old baby doll video. So cool. I don't think we're missing anything. Give me the attention you need. Hopefully, that makes you feel better about yourself. It does. I don't. I, mean, I don't. I don't. You have like, no viewers, and yet you come here and you you want to make some stupid comments. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I just don't like in like just indiscriminately like I feel bad like. Maybe you know, maybe creepy old baby video dude like okay. you know honestly maybe, maybe he needs his time to shine. Um, <laughs> I know we have two viewers left. I know it's Brandon and Tim Wickland. Like it's got to be right. Like each, if you guys are still in chat, say hey. I want to. I want to see if I'm right. I want to see if I can call you guys out. Right. But uh, let's see who it is. Oh, hi, uh, Jason. We're gonna do. I think we're gonna do like half pours of like the the rest the other two beers that we have left. What, um, what are we What are we starting with? Are we doing a we, stout. We have hydromel and stout. 
let's do hydromel because i don't want the stout to be all like roasty and shit and like block out like all the the taste of the hydromel so yeah, that makes sense okay so i'm gonna oh I'll, god i I'll... forgot about shana hi shana <laughs> 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 well that that, that we uh, love you yeah <laughs> uh, she's so supportive i am oh. very lucky yeah in, in very very many ways um yeah. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go grab a half glass of hydromel, and uh, it's gonna be your face for. I'll, I'll wait till Jason gets back. This has not settled, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pour this. I'm gonna drink it anyway. Like we're only doing. Half yeah, yeah. Or like like I said, I I drank almost a whole glass of it upstairs, and it was it was milky. Uh, and that bottle came before the other two that I had already poured. So, oh, do, did we go with the uh, hydromel? We yeah, are. Yep. Oh, I can't pour any of it because it's gone. Why is it gone? Oh, yeah. No, you have to drink that glass. <laughs> did you dump the glass? Oh, no. I still have some upstairs. Yeah. Hold on. Let me go grab it. Yeah. So, this is what my pour looks like, Jason. So, this is, yeah. Fuck you. You can see my face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Your teeth are so white. It's beautiful. I'm weak in the wrong eye. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if my... He says it tastes the same. Um, I don't know if my review is going to be quite the... So much for the half pour. Right, the same. Here. Well, did you, have, did you have a dump class? It's a hydromel, right? I don't... Well, it's probably still like 6 7%. He's coming back right now, Jordan. What's the uh, what's the ABV on this? Uh, about six and a half. Ah, right in the middle. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if you can see it in this, but yeah, mine's... in my Jim Bean glass. But yeah, you can see. You All can right, see the so... stuff settling out on this. Oh yeah. This yeah. I'm trying not. To, you know, you know, Jordan, I love you. I'm not trying to be a dick. Nope. Go for it, man. I get something medicinal off of it. You know, I kind of thought the same. Um, uh, so, hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think I, I hit my nutrient schedule on this quite as well, as well as this is using 11.18 rather than 71B. Um, so, go so, over, what, what's a hydromel? Yeah. Hydromel, so essentially, it's a, from, from my understanding... Low ABV mead uh, that's essentially got water added, at meaning the hydro mill, uh, hydro water. Uh, so essentially, I think I took, I, I'd have to look at my recipe, but a certain amount, a certain amount of pounds of honey, I boiled that in some water for a short amount of time, added that in the fermenter, uh, got it cooled down. And then added water on top of that with some nutrients and yeast and let it go. Um, this was using Costco honey. So not super high grade honey at that. Probably um, clover. Yeah, clover honey. Um, so yeah, not, not like not a honey that's going to have a whole lot of character to it. Um it was more or less just to try to get the process down. Uh, and like I said, I, I think the nutrient schedule would have to take a look at what I had, but I think 
my goal was to put nutrient in it uh, every couple days for a week, but I, I honestly think I only ended up hitting it once or twice over the first year. For hydromels, I mean, they they ferment so fast that you can probably front load all of it and be okay. Right, right. right. Yeah. I did this at the same time I did a sack style mead. So I was trying to do oh, the same nutrient yeah, yeah. schedule on both of them. Okay. Um, so, because I did them both in the same day, uh, time is precious. But yep. um, the hydromel that you have in the other bottles, Jason, is, in my opinion, honestly, probably going to be a bit better. Um, this was, and to me, when it's cold, was drinkable, but was not my favorite. I w- I wouldn't be submitting this anywhere if yeah you know, if I had I'm the not, option. I, I get that. I, I don't know. I, I get that medicinal, not a lot of flavor, alcohol. My mine is being tainted. I think by just all the the stuff in suspension. So I'm not sure if I can give like a good description it's like um so honestly what i taste like is watered down meat which is what it's supposed to be it totally is yeah yeah Yeah. congratulations man but that to me to me it tastes kind of hot like even now as i'm and maybe it's you know after having that sour and i'm getting a little heat in the back of the throat or something like that but it's in my opinion it's always tastes a little hot never really cooled down um and the, the, it was a bit of a learning experience. Sure. Yeah. Uh, for That's sure. Cool. I mean, only what, only my second hydromel I've made. So what what do you think you would change for next time? Being that it's learning. You know, uh, as as you said, probably front load all of my nutrient. Um, use better quality honey. I'm gonna change my yeast over to 71B, which uh, I have uh, always loved for you uh, my ciders. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my previous sack mead and the current sack mead that I have sitting in a fermenter, I'll use eleven eighteen, but that's because I couldn't find seventy one B anywhere. Uh, the moment I did find seventy one B, I think I bought like twenty six packs. Um, <laughs> I have so, a lot sitting in my fridge too. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just it's just one of those things. It's it's desiccated yeast. It's going to last for a long damn time. Um, so yeah, that's that's those those are the things I'm probably gonna. I'm gonna change up a bit. Uh, look, looking to do a traditional still and hydromel still, or like do anything with fruit or like peppers or. You know, my next one, I actually think I kind of want to do some fruit. Um, okay. I was I was at Costco looking at uh, some frozen bags. Um, I'm not quite sure how much fruit I would add though. That's, um, you know, with a with a sack, it's want- like. You know, you can go anywhere from, you know, 15, 15 pounds upwards. But with a hydromel, like, I don't know if I want that much in there or if I want to, you know, tamp that down a little bit. Did uh, did you ever have any of the mango habanero hydromel that I made? Yes. Yes, I did. That I was that. It was very good. 10 pounds of mango. In, but mango is also very, it's very, very watery. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and, and most of my like dessert meads are about 30 pounds for okay. like a five gallon batch. All right. That's, um, that's good enough. So maybe I'll toss in 10 and yeah, you know, just yeah. see where it ends up. And, and maybe, you know, consider 
primary versus secondary to, you know, like it, you're going to get more flavor if you stabilize and then add the fruit and secondary yep. and let it, and let it sit for, you know, four to six weeks or something. Um, versus, you know, letting it all ferment, ferment out in primary and stuff, but yeah. Yep. Yeah, I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't come up, like, I, chances are I'll probably just do another traditional, try to get the traditional recipe nailed down before I start, you know, messing with fruit again. But I really, I do want to do a fruited hydromel. I think that'd be this, delicious. This reminds me of, um, I did, uh, my, my very, very, very first mead, I had way too much honey and it came out like, 13, 14% and the yeast died out. I still had a shit ton of sugar. And then my second, so then I, I made my second mead, which was super dry, um, you know, very little honey and it fermented out to like nothing. And I thought I'd mix the two together and have a, a happy medium mead. Um, this reminds me of that really kind of watered down plain mead I made. I mixed it with a super sweet mead, still wasn't happy. Uh, and then I, I wound up throwing it on 10 pounds of cherries three years ago. Anyway, this meat's been in my basement in a carboy for 10 years now. And I'm still not. Yeah. It might be time to let it go. Let it go? Yeah. I, I, I tried it a while ago, and, you know, it was, it was fine, but. No, it's shit. But. <laughs> And I'm not saying that this is shit, but it reminds me of that. No, no, like I'm, I'll be 100 honest. It was, it's not something I was fully happy with. What, personally. what are you using for nutrients, and what are you using for yeast, and how are you starting your yeast? Three important questions. Yep. So, a couple things uh, there again. Learning. So this was, I want to say, two packs of dry, not mm-hmm. started. Mm-hmm um that were that were tossed in uh the nutrients oh i'd go have to take a look at my bags because i'd have them all rubber banded together in my pack um k meta and ldap come to mind um those those are those are the two um and I did. Well, this is not important for this, but what? What are you laughing at? Myself. <laughs> no, oh, Jason. Oh, but I think but, he's yeah. drunk. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, we're we're almost a six pack in, so keep keep um, going. But yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I I do have some. Oh shit, I can't remember what it's called, but Meta Red or something. Oh, that that I don't know. Okay. Something right. It's it's something to help preserve the color of uh fruit red like red fruit meads. Opti red? Not opti red, that's it. It's yeah. not in this, obviously. Yeah. But okay. I, I've realized like as I've been doing reading on meads is that there's so and it's a lot like wine. There's so much of these additives that you, you know, nutrients and additives that you put in to help preserve, mm-hmm. you know, colors and flavors or you know, drop things out of suspension uh during fermentation um you know it's a whole different game so it's given me a lot more respect for the things that you do brian and the meads that you make i i use opti white um in my traditionals so same concept oh i didn't even know that was a thing yeah, I it's totally a thing yeah. uh, opti white and booster block um oh, okay interesting 
okay. they're they they just reduce like a browning you know uh for when you know ox oxygen comes in contact with like finished yeah. meat and stuff like that and uh preserves like varietal flavors and things like that so um, i don't know i've never made one I've, i so you know how i roll before i do anything I read and 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 read. And like, I refuse to do anything without feeling like, you know, I am an expert on the matter. And what, what, what do we call that, Jason? Uh, you sent me a TikTok. Thank you. I, I, I become hyper fixated, you know, on, on this thing that I want to do before I decide to do it. And then I invest all this money and then I become a pro at it. And then, uh, and then I stop doing it and then then he fucking ignores them and he lets him fucking get all wrinkly and rusty yeah but no i I haven't done that for me thankfully i've taken my knowledge and well before i did my first traditional i was like i'm not gonna do this unless uh you know i i know 100 what i'm doing and shit And, and even then it's been two years since i've made my first traditional and i've only just made my first one that i thought was like good which is a fireweed uh traditional which i'll have to have you try do you have some it's the only traditional i've made that i like so far so i liked your metal foam traditional i i tried one i actually have one right here uh because i was thinking about it the other day and uh and it's i it's fine but it's if anything, just it was a little not, sweet again, but yeah, it's not it's not quite as balanced. And and I I know I know more now about like what, what that means. And part of that is making it and drinking it. Um and and yeah, I don't know. But I think Jason really wants to try this out. I can see it on his face. I'm I'm all I'm all for it. Just we're we're about to hit the two hour mark. I think Jason wants just a little bit of stout, and then we'll we'll close it out around two hours. Um, what, how do you feel about that, Jason? I can't. I, I just can't. told you I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to open the stout because I know it's a good stout. I've had the stout. Um, Jordan it's, and I will. Jordan and I will review the stout while I you don't review. want to waste this bottle. Okay, and I will. I will not drink this stout. So I'm not, I'm not going to open it. I'm not taking peer pressure. Fuck you. Wow. (laughs) That's the first time we haven't been able to peer pressure you into something in quite some time. It's good. It's a fine, it's a, it's a fantastic stout. It's delicious. Um, I'm going to try to remember it. It's a, it's a fucking stout. That's that's my memory on it. Um, I'm opening it and this will be our last beer of the night. Did you, um, Jordan, did you I don't know if you want to join me. Put yeah, any wood in it? I'll review my own beer. No, I didn't. Uh, and if you taste any wood in it, that's because of the Northern Brewer hops. Okay. So, um, God, right. I'm running out of room no. on my desk for empty bottles. If you, uh, the, the beer was made to be aged, the recipe was. Um, be right back. This is a recipe. And again, we're, um, I'll work with Jordan and, and Jason to get recipes up for uh, on, on Facebook oh, yeah, or, sure. or wherever for for tomorrow. But um, 
this was originally designed to be aged like in a barrel um well, this didn't you 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 put up a, 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 a chunk of it to be it is yeah 11 right. keepers uh just made this recipe to put in a 55 gallon barrel um uh, that one of our new members uh one of his friends maybe uh, organized for us so we all brewed a, a shit ton of this beer and it's sitting in that barrel right now this is a rebrew of that uh with just a little bit less northern brewer hops so the the ibus were just a little lower with the intention of not having it um not oh, not Jesus. have to you know didn't want it to have to be aged quite as much because uh when it's really green it's still really bitter um but that falls off as as time they goes call on. this co- they call this shit vanta like mm-hmm. like there's a there's oh, yeah. a oh like nothing it. nothing yeah. yeah that's uh she's she's black she's black beer that's that's not even like there's no, there's no like red highlights or anything no like there's that. Like, there's nothing yeah. like put it up to the light and no so i still think it's a little bitter and uh i still think if i were to make this again and want to drink it young i would still go less on the hops maybe um part of what i think that i kind of fucked up on this beer um versus the last time that i made it is i mashed with all the dark malts and i didn't really i didn't really account for ph as much uh with this beer um when i did it for the barrel i mashed with all of the non-dark malts for about 40 minutes and then added the uh the dark malts in at the end uh, accounting for ph changes and stuff like that for just all of the non-dark malts um so yeah i don't know i don't know if that really changed the beer or not we'll see I'd, I'd be interested to try those back to back, you know. Yeah, I, I wish I could. Uh, you know, the the, the beer is going to come out of a the, the other beer is going to come out of a barrel. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, mean, I would, I could, I could agree with what you're saying. Like now that I'm, I'm sipping on a little bit. I don't know if it's the amount of dark malt that's in it that's giving it the bitterness um you have like lactose or anything in this nope no it finished at 10 25 jesus yeah, yeah. It, it started actually um the og was a little low i think it started at 1109 what was your yeast uh tartan uh, oh, okay. imperial tartan right. so a scottish yeast i which i like to use because it Pitters off at like right around ten percent um, because I treated this really well and oxygenated it and shit. I think it went to ten oh five, but uh, that's right where that that Scottish yeast and a lot of English yeasts end up dying off at. Um, and I, I just like that predictability. I was hoping to hit like ten points higher on my original gravity and hoping to hit closer to. 1037 on my final gravity five gallon batch it was yeah well six and a half just because of all the the hops that were used what's your dark malt bill (laughs) everything just yes um so you know what fuck let me just put up on the screen so i can like 
read it at the same time. I was I was gonna say because I I feel like there's a lot in there, and you could you could probably dial back on a little bit. Cause I'm I know. Does it, it taste a little chalky? Uh, chalky to you? A little bit. It's a got a little bit of like a malt bitterness to it, yeah. uh, astringency. Uh, it's not bad by any means. Like the the body is great. Like if, how how old did you say this was? Well, can, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to share my screen and it looks like Chrome is timing out right now. So oh, as, perfect. as long as you can still hear me. But um, uh, according to this, I made it. Oh, shit. I would have to pull up Excel. Hold on. How you doing, Jason? You doing all right there, man? No. Time. <laughs> this is this is brewed on March 5th. So it's about six, six weeks old. Okay. So pretty young all things considered pretty young <laughs> you know what we jason we don't we what? don't have to we don't have to go through the stuff man like i know you're not gonna drink it anyway but no, i'm not drinking it I, I, I'm, I savoring, I I'm savoring it because i know so i'm at the point right now i've got i've got like half of your wild most of his hydromel i do have a wild i'm not gonna make it through it I'm not gonna neglect that beer because I've had it and I know it's good. And I know you're like, you're like, oh, it's too this, it's too that. No, fuck, it's fine. It's a fine fucking stout. It's a beautiful Russian imperial. I just can't remember my words well enough right now to, to give it the justice that it's due. Yeah. And he froze. He's frozen, right, Jordan? Yeah, he's he's legit frozen. I thought he was just like. Oh, he's entering in again. Let's let's have some hello, time. hello, hello, Brian number two. There's serious Brian. <laughs> uh, hold on. Space. Let, let me remove old Brian from the story. Why? There we go. <laughs> you know, I gotta put everything back the way it was. I'm sorry. And let's uh, bring him in. Look at him. He's so. Oh, he oh, removed himself God. now. <laughs> Kill himself. No, so, it was saying it's a fine stout. I don't think it has too much anything. It's a it's a risk. It's beautiful. I'm not drinking right now, so I don't have the words to describe it. But it's just Brian being modestly Brian, like, oh, I've won a silver national medal, and I'm just you know, not, not with not, not with no, I've won that. That was my 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 sour. I've never you know, won it with anything else, one. with with a real beer. You yeah. know, modest. So. Well. I'm working on stouts this year. I've I've like four stouts in uh, NHC this year, so we'll see how that does. Jesus, man! But no, like a, a two and a quarter pounds roasted barley, uh, one and three quarters pale chocolate, one pound carafa, yep. two special, eight ounces crystal one twenty, eight ounces crystal sixty, and uh, four ounces of special B. So cool. well, there's where you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So a lot just, of dark I was going to say like it doesn't sound that doesn't sound like the, that the estimated the estimated SRM is like 60 66.6 so I'd uh, have to look at what my fucking recipe is that doesn't sound too far away from what my my pug stout recipe was cuz that had a shit ton of fucking malts in it too ton yeah. of northern brewer ton of EKG but yeah maybe it's maybe it's the northern brewer or EKG I don't know I do need to maybe work on, on lowering it and, you know, not mashing with 
uh, as many of the dark mounts for the entirety of the mash potentially or cold mashing i know you've been really into that jordan i have never done it cold steeping oh cold steeping yeah have you never i thought you did something like that before oh no nope. okay okay well sweet Maybe we can all no 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 I've, I've i've heard of that but i usually use um oh what's the uh is that black patent that's the yeah better no well that's a black black prince black prince that's no. the one that i usually use yeah black, no? black prince is oh wait print yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I was, I was thinking. I, I always go to for three now. Who, who's the sober one right now? <laughs> all, all, <laughs> all the Crawford specials. Yeah, I, I like the. You know Crawford what? Specials. It's been two hours, folks. We'll be back next week. With, all right. Uh, all right. Uh, right. Talking about our our kegging episode. Our we're going to talk about kegging time. next week, and we're going to get you know have a few beers. We're going to talk about kegging. We're going to shit on headlocks. <laughs> Come back, hang out Even with us. More. Even more. <laughs> um, I'll probably have some of Jordan's uh, um, mystery beer to, to drink, and and maybe I'll even crack into Brian's uh, stout. Stout? Oh, oh okay. man. Well, his uh, ego a little bit, but uh, it thank you. Me, but appreciate Cheers. It. Cheers. Cheers, gents. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know, the podcast will be long. I'll edit it tomorrow. Good night. Have a good night, guys.